0: That's very interesting. Priyam, what do you do to disengage yourself from uh, social media? Do you feel the need at all or you don't have any such discipline? Um,
1: I, th- I think the need for disengaging comes a lot because I think most of what we do today, I think all of us are just scared of silence. And we've just been moving as an entire community, like, you know, moving away from silence. Like you said in the beginning of the call, like, you know where your family met together and everybody was suddenly on their phones i think it's like our you know unconscious movement towards you know not being able to just be quiet and enjoy the time and i think that's what at least i do in order to discipline myself like take those small moments and not really record them or do anything but just contemplate them and just be there in that moment itself I don't think I necessarily need to disregard myself or, you know, completely, you know, go for obviously go for walks does help, but for me personally, I think, you know, certain times that I take off it and, you know, just stay quiet and just think to myself. I think those are the times that I think where I discipline myself, where I can have an internal talk with myself. Because often that we see, like, especially that I see right now, it's people have a hard time struggling to talk into themselves and just being silent on it as a whole. Like, if you were a family back in the 90s, silence was the norm. You would sit at the dinner table, there would barely be one or two, three conversations. And then after that, you'd move to your rooms and you'd go about your personal ways. But you were quiet as a family together and you still remember those moments. These days, it's never like that. As soon as there's a moment of silence, automatically your hand goes into your pocket and take out your phone. And I think the most important thing for me, especially in terms of, you know, disciplining myself is to enjoy these moments of silence because if I fill them up with social media and if I continuously give in to that, then I'm giving into a certain type of behavior that I know I don't want. Yeah,
0: because I, while you guys are talking, I went into contemplation thinking I don't disengage myself. Uh, most times, I have a couple of hours that I uh, meditate, uh, so the phone goes on off mode. Uh, before the lockdown, I was a little more, uh, little more uh, disciplined about the usage comparatively. Uh, I think after this, at some point it's work. At some point, points is the workshop. It's sometimes uh, I'm just wiling away my time. Uh, one of the things that I'd uh, understood earlier and I was able to adhere to was um, if you know what you want the internet is a wonderful place and if you do not know what you want it's a yeah. wonderful place to while up your entire day and you have not made anything out of it uh, but I have to admit uh, because of this conversation I I've started to think oh I have lost this line somewhere uh, after the lockdown because that's the only way of engaging with the world. So sometimes, I, one of the things that has happened to me is my phone conversations last longer, not because I want them to, a couple of times I'm trying to hang up, but the other people also are missing and craving the human <laughs> connect. So we keep talking random things and at least in my case, never been I will never ask you or bata. Never. I don't care or what. That's good enough for me. But during the lockdown, I have to admit, and random people, people whom I do not expect to continue talking for so long, have been kind of refusing to hang up. So these are some things that have uh, happened during this phase where uh, this topic also, I think, came to us. Uh, I was discussing with Ananda a couple of topics a couple of weeks earlier. So initially we both thought this topic is too uh, too superficial, but now uh, I think at least the second part of the conversation is making me realize there are, uh, there are inroads to certain parts of our mind which are <laughs> tricky. Um, i think i have uh, i have said what i want to about uh, this one one little question i have um, is it priyam uh, do you have a real life example of how it has affected you uh, uh, too much technology or too much social media at some point has it happened to your relationship after <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it has it has
1: happened in a very bad way actually so um this was back in i believe uh, 2015 or 16 and uh, there was a lot of problems that were going on personally in my life and uh, and yeah social media acted as a very big escape for me and um, that's where i sought for validation online and i think that time the biggest app there was was i think wine or uh, uh, before TikTok, I musically or so on and so forth, and I continuously went on there, and you know I put up stuff on there, and you know just seeking validation and you know seeking some sort of escape from it, which I did get, but um, I am at least thankful that you know later on I did have a conversation with myself as as to why I'm doing this, as to what I'm doing, and that still carried on with me, like it doesn't matter if you posted at that time yes there are moments of human weakness i do believe everybody once in a while does give into you know temptation does give in into that greed that that's a very human thing to do but i think what brings us out of there is what really solidifies us as you know a person and To me, I think like I did, you know, use the internet to escape. I fell way deep into it, but I was like 16, 18, 20 hours just online constantly, either playing games with some people I've never met before, talking to online or just going and making these random videos and posting it and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, that wasn't me who I was portraying. I was portraying to be somebody who was extremely like him because I knew what people like and I knew what was happening to me and it was changing me, like certain decisions that I was making that I would rather sit in and be online than go out and hang out with real-life friends of mine. So I think at the end of the day, there are points where, you know, everybody is weak. Those weak points maybe you know, certain things that you have right now, you will have. The way to get out of them, personally for me, I think, is just talking about it to yourself more than anybody. Because I don't think anybody will help you as much as you do yourself. The, the reason I think why you know counselors and psychiatrists are most effective is that they don't give you advice per se but they make you have that conversation with yourself. It's never about you know what you should do. It's about what you think you should do and you, what you know is right. Because at the end of the day you already have a perceived mind about everything. Okay. Uh,
0: you said okay, we all have weak points. I don't have any. I just want to put it on the record because we are on camera. <laughs> uh, <what's> <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note, um, since you always seem calm and collected, has there been a time where uh, you've been um, you've been uh, finding it difficult to maintain human relations because of your engagement with social media? Has there a- been a time at all? Uh, Sometimes somebody's been talking to you, and you you could be a small episode or big one, like he's mentioned, it's, it's actually a, now he's opened up to the talk <laughs> and in a bigger manner, but yeah, has, has something like this happened to you who seem to be in control of, uh, this monster by, by having an app which dissuades you at the right time?
2: So, um, initially what or to share a personal anecdote uh, at the family dinner table we all had the problem where we were engaged on our phones for quite a bit and then when it came to actually having a conversation or as said, uh, sitting alone with your own thoughts which is uh, what my family and I did is we initially put the time we spent on social media and quantifiable terms, we used apps to measure the amount of time that we spend daily and it shocked us to know that we spend upward. we used to spend upwards of four to five hours uh, browsing through mindless content. So, But we as Priyam said, we all have our moments of weakness. So what we decided to to do is when, when you're itching to reach for your phone, which is the first thing you want to reach in the morning when you get up or last thing you're looking at before you go to bed you it is hard to go cold turkey it is hard to not look at your phone at all for um, a day where you've been looking at your phone all this while so what we did is we facebook and uh, uh, instagram and stuff we substituted it for apps like news apps that provide information so When you're really itching to look at your phone we opened probably BBC or Al Jazeera or something and that actually enhanced the day-to-day human interactions we had because when we sat at the dinner table we didn't feel the need to look at our phones. Plus we had something substantial to discuss and engage. in.
0: That's very interesting. It also goes with the persona that I think you have (laughs) so far that I've interacted with you. Uh, In my case I've... uh, I don't know where I draw the line to my personal work and my uh, my garnering knowledge for the heck of it because as a writer, very often you are put in situations that are beyond your control. And uh, say if I'm talking to a CA and if it's your firm that I have to do a brochure for or a website for, I have to come across looking like that I understand what you're talking at least. Uh, so some basic uh, some basic right things although uh, one of the things i have realized uh, because priyam has made this point a couple of times uh, in this entire podcast about about knowing what you want Uh, i think that has helped me i've always gone on to meetings and said that you have to treat me like i am i am an absolute nobody i don't understand your business at all you start from the very basic Uh, That that helps me uh, in two ways. One is that they give us the full information that we need. Second, their tonality tells me what is the projection that they want to make. Um, Now, uh, coming back to the social media bit, uh, I was off off social media till I think even three months back. Till March or something. I was off in the sense I, I could very easily go off Facebook and stuff like that off late uh, because i started the values workshop and i uh, i was forced to go online because of circumstances the idea was to hold workshops on ground um, but as luck would have it i have been doing this and the podcasts have been doing well and people have been responding writing i try and i try and be honest i try and be honest uh, sometimes the honesty itself might not work because the person might be offended Uh, Like I did with my friend yesterday, I said I might land up blocking I didn't block him but I kind of did him the courtesy of not adding him to the podcast list. I said that's the least I can do. If I am asking him, don't trouble me, I I can't be shooting off uh, my stuff to him. Uh, Even though he didn't want it, I have kind of removed him as of right now in case he really wants it, I'll add him again. So that kind of courtesy which I would do in real real life also. If I am coming and talking to you in a coffee shop, you are a friend of mine and you don't show any inclination to talk, I think I will I'll leave you to say you want to mull over something, you are sitting alone and you still want your time. Uh, so I think th- those things should help uh, in terms of whether it is the op- um, option that Anant mentioned Uh, I do not know. I have been mulling over since he said that there is an app doing this. But maybe even if there is no app, I think I can start with certain places where I will not take my phone with me. The dinner table could be one of them. It's a a topic that has come often enough. But, uh, yeah, I think one can. And off late in the last couple of days, I have realized, it really does not hit you as much. If if it's in the bedroom and it's ringing and you're not bothered. Because for example, if you are... Uh, in a place like the bathroom, I was a couple of times, and there was a client call, which was very important. But any which way you can't do anything about it, <laughs> you have to make do with the time. And uh, our generation luckily had uh, no mobile phones either, so we were on the landline thing, and not land, uh, not even every home did not have a landline. So we managed to pass through this time. I think uh, that is an important aspect we need to know where to draw the line within, talk to oneself. Uh, one last question to both of you. Uh, Priyam, uh, at what point during that worst, I call it the worst only in terms of the uh, the time you spent, 16 to 20 hours is genuinely a, a concern, uh, I would think. So, what was it inside your mind that convinced you whatever the talk that you heard or uh, self-talk that you did, what point convinced you that enough is enough? I need to pick up the pieces of my life and work with whatever I have. Was there a point like that? Um,
1: I think there were multiple points. I, I don't think there was just one defining point. And I think like with anything like, I'm I'm a I'm stubborn as a person. I really am very hard-headed at certain things. And, you know, despite, you know, people telling me it's not that great a thing to do, I was still hard-headed about it and, you know, kept on at it. Uh, there were multiple points where, you know, uh, where I'd made certain, like, you know, friends, I'd like to call them on social media and, you know, on, like, these gaming platforms and there were occasions when i felt like i was betrayed on these because they did certain things like you know hacked into the account and stole something or like many minuscule minute things that don't even matter on in the larger picture but these affected me so much emotionally that i i just started like you know feeling sad the entire time and i think multiple moments like these is when i was like you know what it's time to change it's time to just take things as they are. This is just virtual and this is real. We need to draw a definition in line that, you know, what we do here matters and what we do here is sort of inconsequential at the end of the day. And I think like, because of certain things that happened, like multiple things, uh, I was able to like, you know, have conversations with myself. And the conversation basically revolved around, does this really matter at the end of the day? Because all of this happened and I just sat down and I thought to myself and I'm like, What just happened? Has it any effect on what I'm doing right now? It doesn't. It has no effect on me being a student. It has no effect on me being pre-owned. Living in India, living in Bangalore, doing what I'm doing. It has no effect on anything except for the fact that, you know, one online gamer just got robbed. And one online gamer lost fictitious money. It it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. And I think those conversations are what led to me. My case is, I think, I want to say at least is a little extreme towards the side because I was deep into it, but there are multiple cases wherein and I think with everybody when it comes to like, you know, getting out of this online thing, it's multiple. It's never that one defining moment.
0: Okay. Anand, uh, was the family dinner that you had and you guys realized that you were spending a lot of time the change, the moment that changed you all, uh, or was there any other personal moment where? Uh, you realize the impact that social media has had on your relationships.
2: I think as Priyam said, it is a culmination of multiple moments, but uh, I don't, for me, it's been a personal uh, experience in terms of needing to lessen the time I spend on my phone and not one dictated by social relationships. And I think just putting it in quantifiable terms by looking at the fact that I spent six hours yesterday on my phone and looking at it in uh, looking at it like that's almost a fourth of your day, one fourth of your entire day you spent on your phone and you have no substantial takeaways from what you did. I think that put things into perspective more than any uh, effects on my social relationships. Wonderful. I think
0: it's, it's been a very interesting talk. Uh, a lot of points have come up in the in the second part of the conversation, I would think. Um, yeah, I think we can uh, wrap up for a change in time. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much Priyam for joining us and sharing your uh, experience. Uh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, We shall see you soon. See you, Anand. Yes, see you. Bye. Thank you so much. Yeah. that's all we have I, I need to plug I need to plug <laughs> uh, for people who are watching this please uh, tell us your comments and uh, share your thoughts on this and uh, do subscribe to our Facebook page uh, which is called the Values Workshop uh, subscribe to our channel of course and uh, also press the bell icon if you want to stay updated uh, we are also on Instagram at the Values Workshop thank you for joining us And uh, Have a good time.
1: Bye.
2: Bye.